2: You ever watch a film that is just… really bad? And you know it's bad, but there's like one character who keeps you hooked throughout? Sometimes that's actually worse, I find, because while you could consider the whole endeavor a write-off anyway were they not to exist, you now get to see that there actually was some real wasted potential too. I'm Ewan, you're watching War Culture, and here are 10 brilliant characters trapped in terrible movies. Be warned, there are some spoilers ahead. Number 10, Lobster Johnson, Hellboy 2019. As someone who absolutely adores Mike Mignola's Hellboy and BPRD books, yeah, let me just say that the 2019 movie could not have been any more disappointing. Whatever film Neil Marshall had planned, I don't know, but the end result is like an awful Deadpool-Suicide Squad 2016 mix that completely misrepresents the tone of the comics. Even poor David Harbour is misdirected in the role, making Hellboy a loud, shouty man-child and not the stoic, permanently tired hero with a conscience he is in the comics. That said, the film did have flashes of brilliance. That scene with the Baba Yaga hits exactly the right kind of tone the entire film should have been aiming for, but fell way short of because it was obsessed with being edgy and irreverent. If any one character could lay claim to being wasted in the film, however, that would have to be Lobster Johnson. A pulp-inspired superhero who operated in the 1930s, the Lobster was Faithfully brought to life by Thomas Hayden Church early on in a flashback and then again in a mid-credits scene, a clear reminder of the potential the 2019 film absolutely squandered. Number 9. Angelique Beauchard, Dark Shadows. Eva Green's career is a bit of an odd one, because while she's incredibly talented and often steals the show whenever she's around, she also has a habit of turning up in terrible movies that are clearly not worthy of her talents. This has never been more true than with Dark Shadows, Tim Burton's laziest and most unforgivably poor movie to date, which follows vampire Barnabas Collins, Johnny Depp, as he attempts to protect his descendants from his murky past. With cheesy humor, non-existent character development, and a convoluted plot which never gets to grips with itself, Dark Shadows is a tough film to get through simply because it's so frustratingly disappointing. That being said, Eva Green's excellently hammy turn as antagonistic witch Angie Beauchard is one of the actress's best roles, an over-the-top and deliriously funny villain who skates on the edge of parody but nonetheless ends up the most well-drawn and compelling character in the film. Number 8 Hannibal King Blade Trinity while the first two Blade movies were great little action flicks that proved you didn't have to be Batman to make a solid superhero film, Blade Trinity left a sour taste in the mouths of moviegoers everywhere, bombing critically worldwide. Thanks to its infamous production trouble, supposedly caused by Wesley Snipes who has long denied any accusations of behind-the-scenes malarkey as well as the derivative script, Trinity watches like a cheap fan film with shitty special effects and cliched villains at every turn. Once you To get past Snipes' uninterested performance and the poor plot, though, there is a lot to be enjoyed in Ryan Reynolds' turn as former vampire Hannibal King, a fast-talking, uber-confident hunter who steals the entire movie from everyone around him. Bringing in his typical charm and comedic style to the role, Reynolds is on top form throughout and even manages to distract from the awful film he's trapped in, a sign of what was to come yet again when he played Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Number seven, Bertha Robocop 3 to say that Robocop 3 is a bad movie would be a massive understatement, especially when you compare it to the first film in the franchise, which at least has the common courtesy to realize how ridiculous it is. The issues with the threequel are endless, but the most glaring flaws lie with the recasting of original Robocop actor Peter Weller, the toned down age rating and generic action scenes, the silly villains, and the fact that Robocop himself has very little to do. Though it would be unfair to classified as a total failure simply because it gave fans CCH Pounder's badass freedom fighter, Bertha. Whenever Bertha was on screen, there were hints of a great story coming to life, thanks in equal measure to Pounder's commanding performance and the themes of oppression and corruption she brought to the table. Unfortunately, Bertha didn't last, and the film suffered without her until its dreadful finale. Number 6. Billy Hope Southpaw. Southpaw is the kind of by-the-book sports drama where you know exactly what's going to happen, how it's going to end, and what obstacles the characters will have to face. It's unoriginal, bordering on boring, let down by its generic script and spoiler-filled trailer. But at the center of it all is Jake Gyllenhaal, who as ever offers up a remarkable performance as star boxer-turned-broken-widower Billy Hope. Not only did Gyllenhaal get ripped for the role and put in some serious hours to get him himself into boxer fit shape, but he seems to be the only person involved in the film who actually cares about what's going on. Billy is a deeply complex figure, driven by his ego, then his heartbreak, then the love he has for his daughter, and watching him go through the struggles of parenthood, addiction, and mourning makes for seriously great viewing. In the end though, Billy is all the film has going for it. It's a striking character study, but the plot around him moves with dull predictability. Through all his popularity, longevity, and charm, Ryan Reynolds has a strange habit of starring in films which end up being critical and commercial failures, hence the reason he makes this list twice. In Smokin' Aces, an odd assortment of hired killers are sent after a mafia informant, whilst two FBI agents work to protect him for an upcoming trial. Despite the packed cast, which also includes Alicia Keys, Common, and Ben Affleck, it's Reynolds' agent Richard Mesner who emerges as the film's leading character. A man caught between a rock and a hard place, he's driven by his duty, but soon learns a series of devastating truths which shake his worldview. And though Mesna makes for a great vocal point, the rest of Smoke and Ace's views like nothing more than a gratuitously over-the-top dialogue-driven thriller that's clearly trying its hardest to be a Tarantino-esque action flick. Number 4 – Officer Max Kennard – Gangster Squad Reuben Fleischer's dull action-drama Gangster Squad tells a fictionalized story of the downfall of infamous mob boss Mickey Cohen, played by Sean Penn, wearing laughably poor prosthetics. The film stars Josh Brolin, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, Michael Peña, Anthony Mackie, Nick Nolte, Giovanni Ribisi, and Robert Patrick, and somehow squanders every ounce of its impossibly stacked talent to undeveloped characters, weak storytelling, and an overly dark tone which is overflowing with generic action sequences and tired dialogue. Amongst all these glaring issues, there are bright spots, including a tragically underused role from the T-1000 himself, Robert Patrick, who turns in a solid performance as renowned detective and sharpshooter Max Kennard. There are references peppered throughout the film about Kennard's legendary gunslinging past, and he spends much of the movie acting as the voice of reason and wisdom amongst his younger and more impatient squad members. In the end, though, he's barely around, and, despite a standout moment in the final act, he ends up little more than a wasted piece of potential in a film that really should have been this generation's Untouchables. Number 3 – Charlotte Bless – The Paperboy Based on Pete Dexter's novel of the same name, The Paperboy has an awful lot going for it. Written by Dexter and director Lee Daniels, it features a staggering cast comprised of Matthew McConaughey, Zac Efron, John Cusack, and Nicole Kidman, as well as a striking murder mystery. Unfortunately, the film features little of the novel's intelligence and raw emotional power, the plot dulled by shock value violence, dark tonal shifts, and surprisingly weak performances from Efron and McConaughey. but then there's Kidman, who plays the film's standout character Charlotte Bless, a tragic and hopeful woman who falls in love with murderer Hilary Van Wetter, played by Cusack, only to find her romance overshadowed by Van Wetter's abusive behaviour and murderous impulses. Easily the most compelling character in the movie, Bless is a seriously complex creation who is as seductive as she is intimidating. The film around her may just be a melodramatic mess, but Bless is the character well worth seeing it for. Number 2, Vincent Corleone, The Godfather Part 3. The Godfather Part 3 is the single most disappointing movie sequel ever made, a wasteful drama which feels like a cheap knockoff of its predecessors as opposed to a genuine direct follow-up. Following the infamous Michael Corleone as he attempts to leave his empire behind and make a worthy successor out of his nephew Vincent, played by Andy Garcia, the film is presented as a final farewell to the film's most iconic characters and an epilogue to Michael's epic rise and fall tale. But it doesn't feel that way. It feels disjointed and unrelated to its predecessors, strangely uninteresting and nothing more than an uninspired retread of what already came before. All that aside though, it does have one major saving grace in Garcia's Vincent Corleone, a powerhouse of a character who brings to mind the early development of his uncle and steals the film at every turn. An eager man with a big temper and unwavering loyalty to his family, Vincent could easily carry his own trilogy if he had the chance and hadn't been so royally let down by the film he ended up headlining. And number 1, Sandy Lyle, Along Came Polly Without question one of the best actors of his generation, the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman had a way with stealing the show in even the most uninspired of movies. Case in point, along came Polly, a so-called rom-com which stars Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston as a pair of strangers who slowly fall in love despite the various personal and professional obstacles in their path. With its gross-out humour, unlikable characters, lack of originality, and tepid romantic chemistry, the film would be best left totally unseen if it wasn't for Hoffman's hysterical turn as Stiller's best friend Sandy Lyle, a struggling actor, former teen idol, and hilarious narcissist who's dreaming of making a major comeback. Considering how genuinely terrible the main characters are in the film, Along Came Polly would have made a much more engaging comedy if it had dropped the Stiller-Aniston romance and instead focused on Sandy Lyle's attempts to sort his career out. What a waste.